How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hello, dear listeners. Today, The Harder Show is proud to present Elements of the Unknown, a brand new podcast in which old friend of The Harder Show, Jason McRae, and Justin Hume explore and discuss the paranormal, high strangeness, and the unknowns of the world. Join them every Sunday for an exciting episode diving into these topics. And today, we are presenting the very first episode of Elements of the Unknown, an introduction to Jason, Justin, and why exactly they're doing this podcast. Be sure to also check out episode two, Ghosts of the Unknown. You can find Elements of the Unknown on all your pod catcher devices under Elements of the Unknown. You can also follow them on social media under Elements of the Unknown. Contact them today at Elements of the Unknown Podcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy Elements of the Unknown. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of Elements of the Unknown. I am Jason McGray, and this is my co-host, Justin Hume. What's going on, fellas? And we are starting this new adventure, and you are along for the ride. We are going to talk about everything we can possibly find or think of that has to do, we can only categorize it as the unknown. So high strangeness, like everything, like, and that's the thing about the unknown is you can go so far and so deep with the unknown because it's like a category that spreads so far. It's true. And we didn't, I didn't want to like, we were discussing it. We didn't want to limit it to, um, say like ghost hunting or, uh, UFOs or conspiracy. No, because or- you're limiting to just those certain categories. And the thing is, is I know for myself, I can honestly say that at first I was just interested in um, just the paranormal 
um, hunting or paranormal research. But then you got me onto another podcast, which completely opened my mind and blew my mind to so much other things. Like I knew there was, you know, like Sasquatch and UFOs and, um, you know, all these other things that were going on or people allegedly saying that things were going on. Just I didn't know the depths of the articles and, and the experiences. And I say that as experience because... It's not like it's stories. It's not like people sitting there going, oh, well, once upon a time, blah, 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 like talking to a kid and telling a story. It's people's own experiences. And that's what opened my eyes. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, man. We'll, to- we'll totally get to like that part where we're like rabbit holes and stuff is what oh. we call them. Um, but yeah, this this adventure that we're going to do. So uh, we don't 100% know like the script of where each episode's gonna go. Um, We do know that we wanted to start here with an introduction. We're gonna tell you a little bit about where we are, who we are, where we came from. Um, And I guess going forward, you you might get episodes uh, that are kind of like all over the place, Mm -hmm. talking about the unknown, maybe like what's new, what's going on, or stuff that we found out about that we didn't know about. Um, But then we might go out and like do interviews. Yep. Um, which I'm pretty excited about to do interviews because, you know, interviews is what gives you even more experiences. You're talking to somebody else about what they believe in and what made them believe in that, like their experience that brought them to believe in that's that topic. Right. So like, um, let's just put, put, for example, uh, UFOs. Okay. We could be talking to somebody about their experience and they open our eyes to so many different things that we had no idea that was going on out there, out there being in like space or, you know, them being, uh, them being UFOs. But really, what is UFOs? You know what I mean? Like uh, unidentified flying objects. I know the term of it, but like (laughs) what... To most people, when you think UFOs, you're thinking aliens, right? UFO could be, so if you're thinking of the term unidentified flying object, it could be something that the military's testing in the field, right? That's an unidentified flying object. Like weather balloons. Yeah, the weather balloons, the quote unquote weather balloons. Yeah, weather balloons. Those mysteriously dangerous weather balloons. Yeah. Where did those come from? I don't know. We should shoot them down. I might know a guy. I might know a guy. No, I don't. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's pegging all that stuff. It's so we definitely going to take some deep dives. Yep. Um, stuff that like I have been researching on for like a long time. And it's going to be fun watching even just you going down some of these rabbit holes. Yeah, man. Um, and then we get to talk about it and stuff. So, well, I mean, we can get to like. A little bit about each other so that you know who we are, where we come from. Yeah. Um, I myself, I've had uh, kind of a lifetime of experiences with the paranormal and the unknown. um, Starting way back to when, like, I saw my first spirit (coughs) on the wall kind of dancing like a shadow, but nobody knew what it was. Yeah. So, like, you get stories like this that, that you haven't heard from me. 
So I was like really small and I remember sitting in the living room watching cartoons and my mom's in the kitchen with a friend, maybe doing hair or something or other. Okay. Um, but there's something dancing on the wall and it's like this, this black figure and its head is kind of rounded with horns at the top. And it had arms with like spiky uh, fingers, like three fingers and a thumb. Okay. And uh, it had a body, but no legs. It was just like a body that went down into a tail. And it kind of was like moving weird on the wall. And I was just like, what is that? And so I called my mom and she she comes out. And she's like, I don't know what that is. And they, they started moving things like the Did lamp. Did she see it? Yeah, oh yeah, she could see it. And she could, uh, she moved things like the lamp on the table or like, you know, stuff, stuff in inanimate objects around the room to try to see what it was. And then it went away. Okay. And there was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, we're not sure what that was, but it's gone now, whatever. And then I remember sitting there and it came back. And then uh, my mom came out with her friend. They saw it again. They're moving stuff around. Couldn't figure out what was creating the shadow. Wow. Got me to get up and move and stuff like that. No, it wasn't me. And never was able to figure out what it was okay and it went away so that at a really young age like it's it's weird that i have this memory because i'm pretty sure the age i was at was like before 10 like okay like really yeah. really early so <clears throat> that experience you know it piques your curiosity a little bit but i don't know what to be curious about okay then as i get older into the teenage years um, I'm laying in bed one night and uh, I wake up in the middle of the night and there's a man standing in the doorway to my bedroom. What? Um, and of course, the first thing you think of is somebody's come into the house. Yeah. And you're like, I'm freaking out. Someone called 911. Yeah. Um, but then I realized the man was was almost... I don't want to say glowing. He had a bit of a glow to him, but he was kind of glowing. Like, like an aura. I guess, maybe. Okay. Um, and and he just, he didn't say anything. He just looked at me and then he turned around and walked away. And I didn't hear any movement on the floor or anywhere else in the house. And I, I laid in bed there. I, I remember laying in bed and then after I didn't hear any movement and saw him go away, I thought, oh my God, did I just see a ghost? Jesus. And I lay, I, I was like sitting up in my bed. I stayed there until morning, wide awake. Well, I was, yeah. I was terrified. No doubt. I don't blame so you. So my mother came in the room in, in the morning to, to wake me up to go to school. It was like grade nine or something, right? Okay. And she's like, oh, you're awake. I'm like, yeah. And I told her what happened. She's like, oh, wow. And like explained it. And she, she was didn't. Was your mom a believer? She didn't She didn't really dismiss it. I, okay. I don't know back then if she was a believer. She probably was. I know she is now. She is now, yeah. Um, so that experience led me to down the path of, okay, the house is haunted. And then I remember the next night, I remember the next night going to bed. I remember saying it aloud. Okay, I know you're here, but um, I don't want to see you because you scare me. <laughs> like as if it was going to listen. It did. It, no, it never showed itself again. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Never showed itself again. And it's cool. I'll go through experiences later on. Okay. Because that childhood home 
um, where I was a teenager. My mom, um, when she moved um, years later, uh, like after high school was done and, and college and stuff, she moved from that house and I oh. took over the house. Okay. So we, we, we didn't own the house. We were renters. Right. So she moved. I took over renting the house. And people moved in, friends that I knew. Okay. We continued to have experiences in the house. Um, I, at that time, we were in the early 20s. Um, and we, we we just named him like George. <laughs> like the ghost George is in the house and he does things sometimes, whatever. Turns the TV on or off. Most or, generic name. Yeah, like what the heck, right? And then, it, and then it got to the point where like you just blame George on everything. <laughs> George farted, not me. Why didn't you name it Roger? <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Roger's but to blame for everything. That turned into, well, if I if there's stuff going here, stuff going on here, where else is there stuff going on? Okay. And... Uh, friends of mine and me, we would go look online to see what we could find if there's places to go to look for stuff like ghost hunting. And then we started finding uh, information on like local legends. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we would go to those locations and basically go ghost hunting. Now, are you in Durham at this point? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're in Durham, which is where we reside uh, for anybody listening, not from here. We're in uh, Durham region. Uh, it's a it's an area in Ontario, Canada. Um, so yeah, we're in Durham. We're looking for places in Durham. We found a bunch. We go thrill seeking. I have lots of stories from us. I call it ghost hunting slash thrill seeking. Mm-hmm. We weren't really investigators at that time. Okay. Uh, we were just out there messing around, messing around, seeing what we could find. You know, um, that eventually evolved into um, organizing investigating learning to be investigators using the tools we had or the tools we could find or afford and investigating the paranormal and spirits and stuff and that was a long time of investigating and getting permission to go places and do investigations and sure learning how to capture electronic voice phenomena on the video on the audio recorders mm-hmm. um and then over time you know people the team kind of evolves and people come and go and the faces change on the team. Um, but that team, as some of our listeners who may be coming from, was called Durham Paranormal. Yep. Um, and that team has evolved. And to the point now uh, where we don't really go out uh, no. thrill-seeking, but <clears throat> we are always willing to uh, take on a case if somebody's looking for help. Definitely open. Yeah, and and that's that's one of the places like you became involved with us is uh, Durham Paranormal, um, and now my my current study is just the unknown. Everything. So everything, like everything. You're like the jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, yeah. To put it lightly. Yeah, I yeah I don't I don't I don't want to say that I'm like a professional at anything. No. Um, or uh, like a master of knowledge on any specific subject no, matter. No, but you've done your research on all these topics. Like I've done a lot of research, but I know that there's a lot more that I could learn. Of course. And I'm open to the idea. And my mind state over the course of time has become more open. Mm-hmm. I'm more of an open thinker now, open okay. to ideas. Yeah. 
Um, and some of my beliefs have changed. But that's over the key the to all of this, dude, is being open-minded. You yeah, open -minded. I think that's part of the journey. And I think that's uh, that's the key. Just being open-minded. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and not not being so like, this is, this is a ghost. This is the what it does. This is what it doesn't do. This is how you deal with it. This is how you don't deal with it. Like, like those hard rules. Mm -hmm. I, I've kind of gotten away from hard rules okay and explore more into the unknown um and i guess that will become more evident as we go mm -hmm. my belief systems and stuff like that but yeah that's kind of where i am yeah well for me um man well i i grew up in durham as well um shout out south oshawa that's where i was pretty well born and raised um my experience as far as anything goes is I guess it kind of stems with everyone when they kind of dive into the unknown world is is ghosts. Um, I remember, again, at a young age, and I think that's where a lot of people's first experiences kind of stem from is a young age. You know, you're kind of on your own, you're doing your own thing, whether it be up in your room or in the living room or in the basement. Well, for me, mine started in the basement. You know, I'd, I'd have all my toys down there. Later on, my dad ended up getting a computer with the old, good old dial-up modem. And, you know, <laughs> so I remember sitting down there doing whatever I was doing. And when you come downstairs into my basement, you had the big main open area. And then there's a doorway off to the left. And then that's where my laundry room was. And I always got the sense and feeling that somebody was watching me or somebody was there. And it was a very unsettling feeling. Well, it stemmed, it went from feelings to seeing things at the corner of my eye. For myself, I never actually seen any full apparitions. Um, it was more like shadow movements or something moving at the corner of my eye or seeing something that was in one area, and then all of a sudden I look again and it's in another area, which really can screw with your head, you know what I mean? But the one vivid one that I do remember is I was sitting on the computer, sitting on MSN, talking to all my friends, MSN Messenger, mm -hmm. um, and I was just middle of a conversation, and all of a sudden I seen something moving at the corner of my eye. And I didn't pay any attention to it because I kind of wanted to see where it went. So I'm kind of watching it at the peripheral. So like, say where I'm sitting where I'm sitting right now and where your bookshelf is directly to my left, that's kind of like where the doorway was to my laundry room. Well, this thing is kind of like walking back and forth between the, between the doorway. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, am I overtired? Like, the brain starts messing with you. Well, all of a sudden, and I'm getting goosebumps, man. <laughs> this thing kind of stops in the doorway. And I look, and the, as I'm looking, it's it, it's gone. Like, I, I kind of see it take off into the laundry room. And I get up, and I run into the laundry room. Nothing's there. And this went on and on and on. And has never stopped. Till this day, if I go to my dad's house, you walk in and it's just 
it's negative energy. It's pure negative energy. And that kind of stems around a lot of the household stuff too, right? Because as you and I know, neg neg negativity in the household kind of feeds what kind of spirits lie within the house. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of my young experiences were driven from those negative energies. So it was a lot of that, those negative beings, quote unquote beings, um, in the house. And, and it was only in the basement. That's the only time I ever had any, anything in the basement. And what really kind of pushed me towards the whole paranormal investigating it was just watching, watching random shows at nighttime. And I came across a show and I cannot, for the life of me, I think it was the only paranormal investigating show at the time. It was like one of the first ones. There was three dudes. Um, and I remember them going into this old, I think it was an old church or something like that. And they had a bunch of recording material. It was three guys? Three dudes. Was it Ghost Adventures? Possibly. <laughs> okay. And I'm watching these guys and I'm like, like, what the heck are they doing? What, what's all this equipment? You know, these, they got these old recorders out and these cameras with the, um, I guess it's UV ray or whatever, so that they, they can see in the dark. And I remember them catching like voices on these recordings. And I'm like, dude, that's cool. That's something that really piques my interest. Like, yeah, that's it, creepy as hell, but that's amazing. Yeah, it immediately, you immediately recognize that as something like I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time I wasn't working. So it's like, how can I do that? You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm still in high school watching this show and I'm like, oh, this could be good. And that kind of stuck with me. And then when you and I got introduced to each other, which was, I first met you back in two, 2008, summer of 2008. I don't know if you remember meeting me, but I remember meeting you. And I, I believe I'll it was- I'll be 100% honest. I pack my brain so much with stuff and my family history. There's uh, there's some family members that have Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. which scares the crap out of me. No doubt. Um, so sometimes uh, older memories, they become a little blurred. No, it's all good. Uh, I, I, that's why I'm just constantly packing my head with information. Yeah, I get it. So that I can, if I'm going to retain anything, it's just going to be on everything. The well, that's other. what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm your younger support memory. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so I remember meeting um, meeting you. I think it was season closer. Now, Jay and I, we were both involved in the modified car scene. Um, thanks to for myself was Fast and the Furious, which I think a lot of us got into it because of that, that movie. But there was, you know, other people have their other reasons on, on joining, whether they were actually gearheads or whatever the case, their parents were into modifying vehicles and it was kind of passed down or whatever the case. But I remember meeting you, I believe it was at season opener or se season closer. And it was... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. So for those of you who have no knowledge oh, yeah. on the automotive industry and the tuner scene, what a tuner is, is somebody who modifies uh, kind of like newer cars, Japanese cars, domestic as well, um, but not classic cars, newer cars. So 
um, Nissans and Hondas and, you know, and Saturn, Saturn, so whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, what it was, a, a season closer is basically a meet set up and organized for all kinds of people or known as tuners to come together, hang out, socialize in a parking lot, drink coffee, walk around, look at the cars. Mm -hmm. So that's so that that you have an idea that that's my bad here i am assuming that everybody knows what the hell i'm talking about no and that's okay because some people will some people have no interest in that stuff yeah. but they have interest in what we're going to be talking about so yeah it's just a little bit of an information on where we come from it's probably not going to be stuff that's going to mix in with us but it's just a little bit of our history yeah so there and i'm i met you through matt hartford which is okay. a mutual friend of ours um Fast forward 2009, um, through all that stuff, I believe it was XDS 2009, uh, the Memorial XDS, yep. which was a car show held by uh, Jay here and his best friend, whom has unfortunately passed since then. Um, this was a Memorial car show that was held that they had done together for years. And that's when... Jay and I really started connecting and talking, and I think it was just through all the night, all, all the nights hanging out together and talking and whatever. And I think that's when our mutual interest in the paranormal started. No, no, you remember? Not, I I think I remember correctly. Okay, so we had a mutual friend. I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from using last names. Um, just for privacy reasons. Sure, of course. Um, we had a mutual friend named Ray. Yeah. No longer with us. Um, he had an interest in ghost hunting. Yes, he did. So uh, him and I were like, let's go to the... He's like, do you have any places? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have a place. So let's go. And he didn't tell me he was going to come with like seven people. <laughs> yeah, a flock of people. <laughs> you were in that group. I was. And uh, that is when we got connected to say, hey, we both have an interest. And then that I think that's when you kind of like through conversation learn about Durham Paranormal. Mm -hmm. And, oh, the, I do a little more organized than just going and hanging out with Ray in a cemetery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, which was a cool night because uh, everybody we does had, it. Don't judge. Hey, that was a cool night because we had <laughs> that was a cool we had night. a spirit box um that was the one right by uh yeah it Kid was 30 it no this 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 location that we were at we were at salem right it's a location called salem it's a cemetery um known hot spot but i had a spirit box with me and the spirit box was talking directly to ray that night and it was oh. incredible and you you said your back was hurting like you got scratched oh my god you're just remembering and you had a. Uh, yeah, you said you had like a, a burning sensation on your back and you wanted to leave. And that's what we did. We left. We did a bunch of stuff. We left. Mm -hmm. And and that was the first night of experiencing all that stuff. It was an interesting night. It was a lot of lot of interesting stuff. Um, still very early on in yeah. learning. So I was I had experience, but I wasn't still wasn't like a and I still am not a professional, but like I've learned so much since then, you know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, man. no, that that that's cool, man. But no, that was kind of like a, you know, a perfect way to sum it up of how I got completely 
and totally invested in the paranormal. And, you know, like there's been other experiences that I've had and we'll get into it in later episodes. Again, with this podcast that you actually got me on kind of unlocked memories that I'm like, oh, my gosh, this happened to me. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to me, too. Um, But that's fast forward to now. You you call me up and you're like, yo, I got this idea and it's crazy. You're like, I have this idea. I want to do a show on like the paranormal. And I'm like, let's go even further and go into the unknown. And the craziness about it is, is that I had already been for like the two months prior in my head going, I want to start a podcast. And I thought I was just going to end up doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. starting a podcast about the unknown and just going out and doing it and talking to people and exploring on my own. And then you called me up and it was like the universe said, no, no, you're going to do it, but you're going to do it with a close friend and you're going to go out and, and we're going to see what happens with it, which is really cool. Yeah. That's um, crazy. I think though that you missed a really crucial piece of your story okay. that we really need to let the audience know about. And here I am saying that I'm your, your designated memory. <laughs> Justin is forgetting to tell you that is he is a TV celebrity. And oh has, God! Here has we been go. on a ghost show <laughs> on TV, and didn't even tell me when he did it. I had to find out years later, watching Haunt TV, <sighs> seeing his face come up on the screen. The only thing that now, I will say we about don't, that: you listen. We don't have to go into the details about. <laughs> Your experience with that, we could do that at another time. Okay. Okay. Um, but do you remember the name of the show? Because I don't. Scariest night of my life. Scariest night of my life. Um, Justin's on there. So when you meet him, when you meet him, <laughs> he's the celebrity, not me. I'll give you an autograph. You can put it up on Amazon. You might get a dollar. You know what? I have a still picture. Because I took a picture of the screen <laughs> with you on it with hot TV. I'm going to crop it out. <laughs> and we're going to get it printed. And then that'll be your bus shot. We'll put the elements of the unknown logo on the other side. Yeah. And then that'll be your... <laughs> we're going to have to start going to conventions. I'll just be your handler. And then you can you're sign gonna, pictures. You're going to be my manager. Yeah. 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 And then you can talk to everybody about the scariest night of your life. Jeez, I was a celebrity and I didn't even know it. Yeah, man. Oh, man. You know what? That is, <laughs> I brought it up because I knew you wouldn't. And uh, I didn't want to. No, I know you don't. Because when I called you that day, you were like, that, that effing thing is still on? Yeah. And we were like, I can't believe that thing's still on TV. I fucking hate that. I did. <laughs> and I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it. And frankly, I really don't give a shit. So listen, uh, I don't I don't want to infringe on any kind of... Um, legalities? Yeah, legalities or non-disclosure agreements that you may have had with yeah. them or stuff like that. Uh, I, I was just poking at the idea that you were on there. I knew you weren't going to bring it up because the overall is that you have a distaste for what it was at, in the end. Yeah. And at the fact that I found it years later and you were like, what the hell? It's yeah. still on. And I was like, what the hell? You didn't tell me about and this. And I'm pretty sure it's still on. They're still well, rerunning. It. Well, Haunt TV reruns stuff all the time. Yeah. So if you have uh, Samsung TV or any way to link into Haunt TV, they constantly show all kinds of programming. Uh, and sometimes they come up with that stuff. And yeah. It's just, it's, 
it's a show. Uh, each episode, usually like two people, they'll take a turn. You you came on, you told your story, and then they a version go, of it. Yeah, and then they go to the next guy, and then he tells his story, whatever. And that's what that show was about. It was just about people telling their experience. their experiences. Yeah. Um, I definitely liked the idea around it. That was for sure. The idea was cool. And now we get to do it in a way that you want to do it. An unfiltered way. Yeah. and uh, Well, I mean, I might filter it. Fucking filter what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where we come from. We're together now. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. Honestly, and I... And I, now I want to tell you... That while we're here, yes, we're recording in my house. Um, I heard Justin talking about my bookcase and we we're talking about experiences. Uh, I am under full belief that there is some kind of energy in this house. So at times when we're recording, you may have experiences while you're here, which will be cool because we'll capture I'm in it. for it. Yeah. We'll capture it live. Yeah. We'll I'm, capture I'm it. So totally in for it. But, dude, I'm definitely excited for this journey with you. Um, I'm I'm glad that it's with you because you've kind of been my sensei throughout all this. And I know this kind of sounds cheesy, but I've always looked up to you through so many different things. I'm not that tall, man. I, why you got to bring it to height? Bro, I'm four foot nothing. Of course I'm going to look up to you. But I'm glad that it's you that I get to take this journey on with. And I'm glad that I get to learn with the audience, with your experiences and my experiences and everybody else. So for myself, I'm I'm still learning about all this and I get to do it with you. And I would not want to do it with anybody else, dude. Well, I appreciate that, man. I, I uh, do. I hope that the formula that we come up with and the setup will be um, enjoyable for everybody. Yep. Uh, we'll probably explore a bunch of different ways to come at each episode. Yeah. Um, e even if it's, you know, Justin asking me questions and me trying to answer or we just are sharing stories. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. Interviews, whatever. Yeah. I'm totally, I'm, I'm excited. I'm invested. So before we wrap, let me tell you, we have merch online. You can get t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers. Go on the Facebook page. There's links to it. Share our stuff, please. We, please. Uh, we all our socials, we would love you to not just follow, but hit the like button. Uh, follow, subscribe to anything that is hosting our audio. Yeah. Um, the more the audience we get and the more likes we get, the algorithms will put it out for other people to find it. Yeah. Uh, the more chances that you listen and like. Um, it's going to be a journey and we might not have anybody listening. Yeah. We might have one or two. And that's okay. But we don't care. I don't care. We're going to do this and you're you, going to have something to listen to whether you love it or hate it. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Socials, everything's there. You can drop us a line. You want to, even if you want to come tell us a story. Or record a story and send it to us. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll put it on the air. We'll explore everything we possibly can. Um, I'm even open to doing uh, call-ins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. there's going to be some learning curves too. Yeah. Because 
Um, as you know, I used to do another podcast for a couple of years. And so I'm going to use the trials and tribulations and learning mm-hmm. curves of those to try to hopefully um, not make some of the errors that we might have made before to kind of smooth those out. Just to, just continuous improvement from what I used to do yep. moving forward. Um, then Collins would be great. Yeah. Collins. Um, and it would allow us to call people from all over the world to yeah. get interviews and stuff. Um, but that's where we're at. And next episode, who knows what we'll be talking about. That's the unknown. That's the unknown. Stay spooky, everybody. Stay weird. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.